we go. Hello, and welcome to Principles for Principles, a podcast for school leaders to share, learn, and connect about current ideas and best practices in school leadership. This show is for school and district administrators. Whether you are an experienced or novice leader, this podcast is for you. We are excited about today's conversation to continue sharing and exploring ideas, tips, and resources in developing or fine-tuning your leadership skills. As always, we're your hosts, Jeff Warshaw and Aaron Dare from the San Diego County Office of Education. And today we're here to talk about gratitude and staff appreciation with a local principal here in San Diego County, Joy Del Gallego. We know that May is the month that we recognize and give thanks to our school staff, both classified and certificated. And with the end of the school year also approaching, it's an opportune time to reflect and practice gratitude in our leadership work. So we're excited that Joy has joined us to share her perspective as a school principal about how gratitude plays a role in her work and in her school community. Hi, Joy. Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you for Thank you. being a guest on Principles for Principles. Um, as you know, we asked you to join us today to talk a little bit about gratitude and staff appreciation. First off, I don't know if you're, you know this, but May 1st is Principal Appreciation Day. So thank you for all you do for the students of San Diego County and welcome. So we're excited to have you on our, sh on our show today. Um, and we know you have some experience around this area and we thought you can give some of our listeners some personal insight. So um, I thought we could start off by if you could just tell us about how gratitude and staff appreciation shapes your leadership in your school community. Um, well, first, thank you guys so much for having me today. Uh, I think one, it gets, I'm lucky enough, it starts off with my name. My first name's Joy. So how could I not be living up to it? <laughs> um, but a lot of it boils down to realizing that I could lead by my strengths. And my Clifton strengths are that I'm an includer, consistency, harmony, futuristic, and positivity, and um, just leaning into my strengths and leading from that. I genuinely believe that everyone wants to do their best. And when we recognize people for their efforts, big or small, they naturally just want to continue to do their best. Yeah, I really appreciate you sharing how it's how you're using your strengths, and, and you know, I, 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 um, I know that as school leaders, we like to to know who who is in the room, right, and build upon those strengths. And and I, I appreciate you sharing about doing your best. Um, you know, we know that in the school, building a strong community is key at school sites, and it we, and it begins with um, celebrating and kind of building gratitude. How do you do that with your staff, students, and families? So in our district, we have eight promises that we um, use to guide us along with our mission and vision. And they were developed this year with um, teachers and administration across the entire district. And so with staff, what I try to do is I personally highlight and call out staff in our weekly newsletter each week. Um, anyone who's exhibited one of our promises and I call out that staff member, member by name and the promise that they have seen, whether they've realized I've seen it or not, you know, it's like every, everyone wants to be caught doing good. Um, we begin each of our staff meetings with shout outs to one another. That's also based on the staff promise or on the, the eight promises within our school district. And then, you know, when I think about, when I think about our students and celebrating and having gratitude with our students and our families as well, we're really big on goal setting here with our students and with our families. And so when students or families reach big goals with us, 
I follow up with wacky things. Um, recently, I kissed a pig in front of our entire student body. Um, I let them choose if I would be riding a tricycle for a day or riding a scooter for a day and put that out on social media, on Instagram, within our school, and just really built up the culture and the camaraderie amongst everybody. And they chose I was on a tricycle all day long <laughs> across the school. But it was a great way to just like celebrate the goals that they met as a school-wide community. And it doesn't take any money to celebrate them and just show them how proud I am of them. Um, you know, this morning I was thinking about like, what are some ways that I show gratitude? Because I, I feel like a lot of it's very natural for me. And um, I came into work this morning and I had things written down and had an email from a teacher that it couldn't have been more timely. And she just, you know, we're finishing up evaluation season right now. Um, and she shared um, a thank you for evaluating her this year. And it was just that she thanked me for the positive evaluation process and that she felt that her evaluation was done with her and not to her. And it gave me a moment to pause and realize that that was another simple way of showing gratitude and celebrating my teachers um, for the professionals that they are because it, I'm working alongside her. That's super thoughtful. And I, I, I really appreciate the, the intentionality and the care that is obvious in the way that you're working with your school and your community. Um, and, and you've mentioned it kind of comes naturally to you, which is, which is kind of a bonus too, right? Um, I'm thinking about all the different kind of competing priorities and the, the sort of multifaceted aspects and, and nature of leadership work in schools and, and knowing, knowing how challenging some of the day-to-day -day work can be um, I, I, I've experienced myself, and I imagine a lot of our, our folks listening to this um, might be in a space sometimes where gratitude is not the response that is like the most accessible in a given moment. So um, what, what do you do? What are some of the ways that you work as a leader to prioritize gratitude and make sure that it's a lens that you bring sooner than later in the way you do your work? Yeah, it can easily slip to the bottom of, you know, I forget to do it. And so I will tell you that I do have a goal that every, my goal is to write two positive handwritten written notes to staff every single day. Um, now, whether I get through that every single day in a week, I will tell you, I probably get to it three out of five days a week. Um, but having that goal to write those two positive handwritten notes, sneak it into their box, I keep a list of all of my staff and I cross their names out. So that way I know that everyone is being recognized pretty much around two weeks time, um, regardless of their position on our site. Every single person here is here for our kids and I recognize them for those little things that, that they do. And then also my other thing that I think I'm real intentional about is at the beginning of the year, just pulling out my calendar, looking up various national holidays, some of them the wackier, the better. <laughs> um, I put them into my calendar and I plan for one small treat a month, um, trying to think through like, oh, we're about to, we're coming up on report cards. I wanna make sure that I'm treating them as simple as a water and a sugar 
flavored, you know, flavor pack attached to it. Just letting them know, I see you. It's hard right now. Don't forget to hydrate, have a granola bar, you know, but being real intentional about putting that into my calendar as well. That's awesome. And again, the, just that you just said the, in, the intentionality of that is, is part of what, uh, what, what, what keeps the, the momentum moving forward with it too. So that it doesn't slip down beyond, uh, beyond our view when it comes to the priorities that we, that we have as leaders. Um, there's a ton of research about the value and the power of gratitude in, in life in general. Um, and we know that that's something that, um, that many of us aspire to when it comes to um, incorporating gratitude practices into the way we live our lives. Um, you know, for those of us who are maybe not as accomplished or as naturally inclined to gratitude as, as you seem to be, um, what's one piece of advice you might give to a leader as we hone our skills in this area? Um, I would say find one thing that you can do and put it in your calendar, set an alarm for it, whatever it is that you need to do to hold yourself accountable to it. Maybe that is two notes a day. Maybe it's just that you're going to thank someone at the same time, you know, a different person each day, making a positive phone call home once a week. Find that one thing that you can do and hold yourself accountable to it. When you're purposeful and intentional about showing your gratitude to others, it eventually becomes second nature and it's just a part of everything that you do. Excellent. Thank you so much. Well, we are grateful to you for the time you're spending with us today and the opportunity to get some, some insight and some kind of firsthand experiences and really um, tangible, actionable strategies and suggestions, I think, uh, that will really benefit everyone who's, who's listening and working on gratitude in our own, in our own work and in our own lives. Um, before we let you go, we'd like to have a, just a little bit of fun right here at the end of our, of our, uh, our episode. Um, and so if you're up for it, we have three rapid fire questions that will be quick and painless and probably have nothing to do with gratitude, but you may find a way to make the connection anyway, if you're up for it. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so uh, the first one is, what is your favorite movie? Oh gosh, I don't watch movies. <laughs> I don't watch a whole lot of movies. Um, any Disney movie, I watch Disney movies. Perfect. <laughs> Go with that, one. <laughs> that works, that's great. Well, maybe we'll try this one. What was the first concert that you ever attended? Uh, the cult. Ooh. Ooh nice. <laughs> I went to see the cult. <laughs> Where did you see them? Uh, at the sports arena when I was a senior in high school. Excellent. Very cool. All right. All right. And the last question is if you had one wish and it can't be for more wishes, what would it be? <laughs> oh, that everybody gets to just do what they love. Aww. Excellent. Excellent. It's a great wish. All right. Well, Joy, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for sharing your thoughts and, uh, and, and playing with us here at the end of the episode as well. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of Principles for Principles. If you'd like more leadership resources, you can subscribe to our Today's Informed Principle tip sheet using the link in the podcast show notes. And if you have feedback or you want to give us a shout out on today's episode, you can tweet us at SD underscore principles. We always love to hear from you. And we hope you'll join us again next time for more school leadership tips. Thanks for listening.